Fitzy and Whipper. We love this man. The Orchid is part of a new selection of thousands of Listen All You Want titles, now included in Audible membership. Have we got Eric Banner? Eric, are you there, mate? Fitzy Whipper, how are you, boys? Legend, how are you, buddy? Looks like you're in a recording studio there, Eric. Do you actually play a musical instrument or anything like that? Are you multi-talented, Mr Banner? I'm a closet closet uh, solo guitarist, but um, you'll no one will ever hear that. Oh come well, on! Well, who who's your inspiration? I mean, who do you? What, what's some of the first songs that you learned to play on the guitar? I reckon old John Cougar Mellencamp might have been oh, an early inspiration. Right. Trying to self-teach in the early days, yeah. um, for sure. Tell me this, Eric Banner. How close were you in your mind when you let it run to think maybe I could be a musician? Maybe I should release something. No, never, never, <laughs> never. Would, wouldn't even audition for a, for for a role. If if there was a role, yeah. if there was a, if there was a, a drama that was two hours long, yeah. and it, and it was the greatest script I've ever read, and in that two hours yeah. there was a ten second gap where the lead character had to sing, yeah. just it's a pass. Well, it's a pass. pass. You'd pass that over to Rusty. Be Rusty. I'd pa- pass it over to 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 all of the. I'll just put it in a in one big okay. bracket. All of the other male actors. Okay. Well, all ter- of them. In terms of your performance. Do you have you played for the wife? Have you played for friends, yes. family? Yes, no, they no, heard it. My daughter has a lovely voice, so I'll occasionally I might have a strum with her. Okay, but, uh, no. So I, when I when I see someone like like Brad Bradley Cooper do a Star Is Born, yeah, I sure. just go that you know you lucky bugger. Yeah, he's Look got everything. He's, he's just an amazing performance. What a prick. beautiful voice, and and um, yes, yeah, so. No chance. Not even. Not even back in the stand-up <laughs> comedy days. You know, I, there were guys that I worked with yeah. who loved getting the guitar out for a bit of inverted inverted comms, a bit of comedy. Yeah, you know, sure. frustrated muso. <laughs> yeah, never, never was. Tempted. Actually, Guy Pearce is a good musician as well. I heard Mate. he's got a band. Well, when I used to watch Neighbours, yeah. Guy played the saxophone, and I thought he looked so cool because I think went... he can play everything. I think he's like a proper proper muso. Guys. Yeah, he, he was Mike on yeah. Neighbours, and it was Mike and Jane. Well, you went and bought. A no, I went and I wanted to be as cool as Guy Pearce. So I said, I want to have saxophone lessons at school. And they said, yeah, well, first you got to learn the clarinet. And I went, oh, man, I don't want to look like a loser. <laughs> so I never hit the sax. I kind of warmed up on the clarinet and realised it wasn't my either. thing. Well, it's funny you should say that because I had a similar experience at my school. Yeah. I, I also wanted to play the saxophone because who didn't at an mm-hmm. all boys school? Yeah. And so when I went to uh, you know the day where you, you get interviewed by the musical headmaster and they decide what you're going to play, yeah. they were like, "What do you want to play?" And I said, "I'll go. I'll go with a saxophone. Yeah, it's hot. B drums. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah. Apparently, I forgot to forgot to tick the box C, which was just handed to me without any conversation, which was." The euphonium. Oh, what is euphonium? That? What's that instrument? Just, just picture, picture a, a kid in grade five mm-hmm. being handed a slightly shrunken tuba. Oh god! And that's your euphonium. Did you leave Pretty it on? Sexy. The, leave it on the tram deliberately, did you, Eric? I've never seen a band with that <laughs> instrument in it. The good thing about the euphonium back in the days where there were a lot of, lot of a lot of gangs in the area, uh, when I got the bus, I could hide behind the case. <laughs> 
<laughs> just looks like a storage corner. <laughs> oh, no, that's Eric Banner. I can see some feet hey, coming out of the bottom. Do you know what you've done? You've dubbed yourself in. The next time we get you on our show, in you, studio. Are, you, are, you are getting that instrument out and playing it. You're on the horn, mate. Oh, no. <laughs> How good is that? Oh, mate, it's so good to see you, Eric Banner. Oh, we love funny, getting you funny. on this show. This is really interesting because... An Audible, this is from Audible, but we have got a podcast Man, I now. I love this which idea. Is a, it's a supernatural murder mystery. Can you tell us a little bit about about it? Yeah, so it's like an old-fashioned radio play in, in, in a sense that it's it's a drama series, uh, basically on, in audio form. So I play a detective who is investigating a slightly supernatural element uh, crime mm-hmm. that may have been committed at an all-girls school. And um, I... Loved it. It was so much fun. So it was basically like working on a film, but being in a in a sound stage and relying on nothing other than our voices and a really beautiful high end audio post production to make it a really immersive experience. Yeah, because there's a real talent to it. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not sure what the direction was for you in this role, Eric. But I know Fitzy and I pretended to be a couple of beavers in a, in a movie called Wonder Park. Yeah. But the weirdest thing it was, was so hard, it was so hard to do the voice coach and the instruction and the inflection. Did you have somebody telling you how you needed to be in each part, or were you free reign? Oh, no, we had a, had a director and so forth, but the, it's interesting you mention that because the approach is not dissimilar to when you're working on a film in terms of, you know, you have to be prepared. You have to basically act as though you were working, you know, shooting a film, oh, yeah, except we're, we're not seeing your face and in some ways you're kind of flexing a different muscle in a in a in, in a larger way because you're relying on nothing but the voice to tell the story. Yeah in terms of both you and your co-stars and and it's it was a great challenge and it was a really good a really good little workout and um a lot of fun so it's, it's a clever it, idea is it just acting um eric or is there a narration in there as well in the podcast or no no so it's all it's all just acting like like literally like you're listening to a play yeah but isn't it yeah. amazing eric when you do listen to someone uh, something like that very quickly your own mind creates the world around what you're hearing like, oh, absolutely. So you yeah. almost become the director in yourself. You become the creative director because you're my, when I hear it, I've got a different picture in my head to when Fitzy hears it. And I love that about it. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it took me back um, to, I remember when I was a kid listening to War of the Worlds yeah, the yeah. first time, the radio play. And, and it's amazing just how much you're able to fill in the gaps in terms of your imagination and so forth. But like I say, the the we're so used to podcasts where you've just got talking heads yep. speaking. Obviously, this is different in the sense that it's it's a whole world that's created in terms of its sound design. So if you listen to this with, with like proper headphones, you'll really get a, a pretty special experience. Tell you what, the detective role, you're, you're nailing it at the moment. Your last two big roles mm. have been detective roles. What I, I want to ask, we've done this on the radio before, actually got some great calls. We've asked people what they've learnt from movies. So people mm. have rung in and said, oh, we've learned how to break into hotel rooms, Eric, oh, with a credit card. by watching a movie with a credit card. Like you, yep. you, can do, you can do it this way and do it that way. From your last two roles, have you learnt anything in your detective role that you've used in everyday life? I've learned that I'd make a crap detective. <laughs> Hang on a minute, you're talking yourself down. Crap singer, crap detective. What is going on, Eric Banner? Do you look? Do you look at? Do you scope around a room now and go, okay, this is I a crime scene. What, yep. what clues or what evidence do I need here? 
I, I must admit, and I'm sure we all do this. I mean, we all probably think we'd make good cops, right? Oh, yeah. I, there was there was a tipping point when I was 17, 18, and not doing terribly well at school. That me and a, a really good buddy of mine thought about joining the police force and 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 didn't. Uh, but I'm fascinated by crime. Amazing. Like, like, a lot of people are and and watching those true crime shows where they're, they're trying to you know solve a crime or show you how they sold it I've always been fascinated in that stuff yeah, yeah mate well it's so good to see your face again we're really really always, excited about it. and i tell you what in lockdown in this hard lockdown that we have here in sydney at the moment content like this is just key it's very mm-hmm. vital eric so you for anyone out there it's the new Supernatural Murder Mystery Podcast, The Orchard. It's out now on Audible. Go and check it out if you've got nothing to do at home, which a lot of us have uh, to do. And, mm-hmm. Eric, it's great to see your face again, mate. Thanks Always for great to talk show. to you guys. Thanks, Stay buddy. Well, take, hey. care. take care. See you, legend. See you, mate. Fitzy and Whipper.